Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 27, verse 46. In about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? If you will pray with me. Now, Lord, let the words of my lips and the meditations deep within all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Beamer. Amen. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That was said by Jesus upon the cross. And it was a direct quote from Psalms 22, verse 1. And really to understand how Jesus got to that point, we must go back to Psalms 22. And we really have to look at this too, is now a lot of us seem to be in a night season of our own lives. Seasons where we cry out to God, we pray, we beg, we ask questions, and God seems not to be there. Like the God that once spoke to us through answers to prayer, has now turned his back on us. What was once the bright, shiny mountaintop experiences are now deep down in the valley in the night seasons of life. Psalm 22 is going to be broke up into this lesson from 22, 1 through 21. And then in a second lesson, which will be 22 through 31. 22, 1 through 21 is Jesus on the cross. 22, 22 through 31 is after his resurrection. So there was Jesus, forsaken by God. One of the things that many commentators will say is that being forsaken by God is a lot worse it's a whole lot worse than any of the sufferings that Christ had prior to this worse than the scourging worse than the, the crown of thorns worse than the beatings worse than the pain of the nails being driven into his flesh to nail him to the cross. There it seems on that cross as Jesus hung there that God had turned a deaf ear to Jesus. Jesus said, O oh my God, I cry by day, but thou hearest not, and by night, but have no audience. But we must understand that even in his darkest hour, even in the night season of life, Jesus knows that God is God, and he addresses him as such, Oh my God. 
And we have to remember that as we're in our own night seasons. We have to remember that God is still God. God is on the throne. God is still in charge. The same God that seemed to answer us in the day is there with us in the night. Verse 3, But thou art holy, and does inhabit the praises of Israel. Jesus knew that God commits no wrong. That what he is doing is something that has to be done for God's will to come to pass. He knows that despite the fact that he feels he's in a night season, that God is still in control. That God is still there. He may not see him, he may not feel him, and we may not see him, and we may not feel him. But yet God is still there, and God is still in control. Whether it's a dark season, where you feel like you're your own faith is slowly being destroyed, that it's slowly weakening. If it's in a night season where you've picked up your Bible and you've read and you don't understand, you don't understand the things that are happening in life, you don't understand issues, you don't understand interactions, you don't understand so many things, and you cry out and you don't feel like you're being answered you feel like God's turned his back on you God is still in control and the Lord is still there twenty two four says our fathers trusted in thee they trusted and thou did deliver them Verse 5, they called upon thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. This was Israel's history that proves God's commitment and God's holiness. He had proved this to the, to the Israelites. He proved he was in control. He proved that God was committed to them. He proved God himself that he was holy. And in the night seasons, we must look back. We must look back when we felt the presence of God. We must look back and see all of the things that have been accomplished through God that we know was God moving in grace and power. And we must cling to that. We must cling to the fact that we know that God has been there before we must cling to the fact that we know despite that we feel he may not be there that God is still there and he is in control. We can look back. We can look back years and years and years in our own histories. We can look back into the histories of our grandparents and parents and great grandparents all the way back to the beginning of time. And we can look at their faith and the faith that they had in times that I would say are, were probably a whole lot more challenging and hard than the times we have now. 
we can look back at the times when we were in our lowest of lows when we were in other night seasons of our lives when we thought that God had forsaken us before and yet at the end of that night season when in the east the sun slowly rose we can see that God was there all along and we can use what we've already seen in life to see what's going to happen again we can see that all the trials and tribulations that we went for through before had actually made us stronger made us trust further in God and maybe the times of light maybe the times of light had actually made our faith and our commitment to God weaken dare I say that more night seasons come upon us to strengthen us and grow us more Verse 6, But I am a worm and not a man, a shame of men and the contempt of the people. Verse 7, All they that see me have me in derision. They make a mow and nod the head. Saying he trusted in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him save him. Seeing he loves him. In the night seasons when we try so hard to fight the battles that need fought, we try to get through things a little at a time. When perhaps the world is coming at us from every direction, we don't know where to turn. And there are our enemies. There they sit, just as they did with Christ. You trusted in the Lord, let him deliver you. You trusted in the Lord, let him save you. You trusted in the Lord, let him deliver you and let him save you. Seeing as how you say he loves you. A lot of things all coming on us at once. A lot of issues coming upon us. And as we feel alone and perhaps that we ourselves have been forsaken by God, the enemy is there. The enemy is there to tell us, just as he was to Christ. And through the soldier, he said, If thou be the Son of God, take yourself down from that cross. Torment and torment and torment. Is the life that you have lived, is that life that you have lived and the life that you've devoted to God, has it all been worth it? Is that life that you've devoted is it paying off right now it's in the night seasons that the enemy will use others to try to bring discouragement it's in the night seasons that the enemy will use others to make you question God question your relationship with him question 
the Lord Christ himself. Verse 9, But thou didst draw me out of the womb, thou gave me hope even at my mother's breast. I was cast upon thee even from the womb, thou art my God from my mother's belly. Jesus knew that God had looked after him since he was born. God had always been there. And we can say the same things. That God has looked after his children since the day that they were born. You may not have been changed at that point. You may not have come fully to Christ, but yet you were a child. And God was looking after you and holding you and helping you to grow in trust, grow in faith, grow to become more Christ-like. And Jesus knew that God had been there, as we should know that God has been there. And Jesus always trusted in God, as we should always trust in God. It's real easy in the night seasons to lose, to lose track of the cross, to lose a little bit of faith in God as you feel slighted that he may have turned his back on you, that you cry out and he doesn't hear anything, that you don't hear anything from him, that you've devoted your life. And what for? Why have I devoted my life to all of this if God just turns his back upon me? If God's just going to turn his back upon me, why do I keep up the mission? Why do I keep going toward the cross? Why? It's almost as if your life turns into something out of Lamentations or Ecclesiastes. That you suffer to ask the, the hard questions. Where, where are you, God? I see you working in others' lives. I see you do this for this person and that for that person. But I don't see you in my life. I prayed and I've asked and nothing. Now imagine what Jesus felt upon that cross. Is a life that he'd lived. devoted to God and there the God that he knew was with him since birth the very God that he's trusted through his entire life as he hangs upon that cross he feels as if God has forsaken him but yet as Jesus wrestled upon that cross with evil, as he wrestled in the darkness. Verse 11, Be not far from me, because trouble is near, and there is none to help me. Even though he was hung upon that cross, he wrestled with evil, he was wrestling with darkness. Even though he felt that God had forsaken him, that he did not hear from God, that God potentially had maybe had turned his back on him. 
Jesus knew that God was still there, as we should in our night seasons. Instead of looking at the circumstances, instead of looking at the circumstances, we need to remember to look to the Savior. We need to remember that God is still there. Even if the darkness of night surrounds us where we can't see but inches or at all our hand in front of our face, that God is still there. And He always has been there. He's been there since birth. Could potentially be that we're in a night season as we wait for dawn. That when this night season is over, you come out stronger. You come out stronger. You come out ready to fight the good fight. With a fervor to fight that much more. And that much more faith and trust in God that he was there in this night season. The psalmist goes on, many young bulls have encompassed me. Mighty bulls of Bashan have closed me about. They gape upon me with their mouths as a trampling and roaring lion. These are Jesus' experiences as he hung upon the cross. We really need to put ourselves in that situation. That Jesus is upon the cross. And all of his enemies are taunting him, saying things to him. They've completely surrounded him. And the true deliverer, God himself, he feels has forsaken him. They're having, they have no compassion for Jesus as he hung there. You may feel that in this world there's people that have no compassion for you. That you're being attacked from every angle. From every place that the darkness is able to hide them, people are coming out and attacking. Jesus is exhausted at this point as the psalmist continues, I'm like water poured out. And all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is molten in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot's herd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws. And thou hast brought me into the dust of death. And there you are. You've been fighting and fighting and fighting for so long that you don't know how much longer you can go on. You, like, like Jesus, are emaciated and, and weak. You're exhausted from the fight. For dogs have compassed me in the assembly. The wicked have enclosed me. They've pierced my hands and my feet. They're... Jesus hangs upon the cross. Forsaken by God. Tired. Worn out. 
His enemies attacking from every direction. He's fully engulfed in a night season. I may tell all my bones, yet they behold and look upon me. More of the tiredness of the Savior. More of the emaciation. I fought and I fought and I fought. I become a spectacle for man. I become a spectacle for man. What is going to happen with me? Will God forever, will God forever forsake me? Is this the end? Where is my Lord and where is my God? I've cried in the daytime and you have not heard me. And I've cried at night and you have not heard me. The situation is starting to look like it's... Like it's... Can never be overcome. I know you're there, God. I know you're there, but it doesn't look like you're there. It doesn't look like it can be overcome. It looks like this could possibly be the end. Jesus hung there upon that cross and he watched his enemies, the people that beat him, the people that nailed him to that cross. He watched them. They watched, he watched them split his garments apart. They gambled for his robe. And a lot of us, when we get to that point where our enemies are gloating about it, we're completely exhausted from the battle. And there we are, seemingly hanging on our own personal cross. God has forsaken us. God seemingly has forsaken Christ. But yet the psalmist continues in verse 19. But be not thou far off, O Lord, my strength. Hasten to help me. God seems so far away from Christ at this point. So, so, so far away. As far as God has ever been from him. And, and many of us may feel that same way. That God is so far away from us. We don't know why. We don't know how. But it seems as if God is afar off. But we must remember as Christ did upon that cross. That though it seems like God is far off. He truly isn't. And that God remained the strength of Christ as Christ hung upon that cross. When he seemed so far away. When he seemed to have forsaken Jesus, Jesus still drew strength from God the Father. 
as we in our night seasons must as well, that even if God seems like he's a million miles away, we have to draw strength from the Father. We have to cling to the Father. We have to be the ones like Jesus that realize that what we see is truly not how it is. Jesus goes on in verse 20 from the cross through the words of the psalmist, Deliver my soul from the sword, my desolate soul from the power of the dog. There upon the cross, there upon the cross, Jesus relying on the power of God. Father, deliver me from thy enemy. Deliver me from mine enemies. And that should be what we cry when we're in the night seasons. Father, God, deliver me from my enemies. Lord, deliver us from this night season. Lord, make the dawn arise, Lord. Although I feel as though you're a million miles away and I can't see you, perhaps I may feel that you have forsaken me, Lord. I know that you're there. I know that you can hear. I know, Lord, that you're working in this night season. I can't see your working, Lord, because of the darkness. I can't see your working, Lord, because I can see nothing about me. I can't see, for I'm blinded to the light by the night. And there sat Christ upon the cross. I know it looks bad, Lord, but I also know that you're there. I know that you're there and I ask that you deliver me from mine enemies. Christ goes on through the words of the psalmist in verse 21, our final verse for today. Save me from the lion's mouth and answer me in saving me from the horns of the unicorn. There is Christ is stretched out upon that cross. There when everything looked so bleak. When it looked like God had truly forsaken him, that God would never answer again. As Christ begged God to save him from the enemy. It wasn't the enemy that surrounded him that God saved him from. God saved Christ from our final enemy. He saved Christ from death. And there 
upon that cross as Jesus died, the sins of the believing ones now paid for. The night season would come to an end. And God would answer Christ. The fact of the matter, brothers and sisters, is, is there is but one final hurdle in life, and that is death. This is true. But the facts are is that many of us won't be able to stand and face our own death if it were not for the night seasons in life. And it is in the night seasons where we understand that we can trust in God. Whether we feel forsaken by Him or whether the night seasons don't allow us to see to see God, to see the living Christ, to see Him working, we gain strength from God. We gain knowledge, we gain understanding. As we see God work, as we see the cross of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as we see this played out before us time and time and time again, it gives us a greater understanding. It gives us a greater faith. And it helps propel us to the spot where we are ready to jump that final hurdle. It seems to me as if the most merciless thing that can be done to us is to leave us in the light. To never, to never allow us to grow, to never show us how we can lean on God, how we can trust in God, how we can know that God is there despite how we feel, how our hearts that are deceitful beyond all others tells us, yes, God has forsaken you, he's not listening. He's not listening. What are you going to do? Well, we keep moving on in faith. We keep going stronger. We keep getting stronger. We keep going. We keep going. And we keep going. Until at last, until at last we're sitting in the arms of God the Father, the final hurdle overcome. And because of the night seasons, our strength has grown and grown and grown and we know and truly understand now why the night seasons of life have happened because without these night seasons of life we would never be able we would never be able to trust God unto death if we had never seen him work in life. Amen. Father, I thank you that, that you are there for us in our night seasons. I thank you that you are here when we don't feel that you are, when we feel forsaken, that you are still there, that you still hear us, you still love us, you still care for us, Lord. 
I ask that you give all of us strength. You give us the strength to move forward and the strength to continue on in the night seasons. Give us, give us the knowledge that you are still there. No matter how we may feel, no matter how bleak the future may look, no matter what we think is going to happen, Lord, that you are there. Though our enemies may rail against us, they may torment us and torture us. They may bring accusations against us, Lord. That the fact is, is that we are there. That we are trusting in you. And that we are trusting in your Son, Jesus Christ. And it is in his name and through his blood that I pray, that we pray. Amen.